Praise Lord everyone. You are listening to Biblical Doctrines Demystified, a special series by Reverend Dr. Y. Raj Das on Sajiva Vahini. This audio series is available on YouTube, Spotify, Apple and Google Podcast. Listen, share and subscribe. Dear friends, this is a great joy that God has given to me to reach out to you today. And the title of my today's message is Deep Calling Unto the Deep. If you look at Psalm 42 and read verses 1 to 11, there the psalmist says, As a deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before him? This psalmist feels that God is God is away from him, but his heart is longing for God. And when other people who do not know God tell him, hey, look, where is your God? And when they accuse like that, his heart is really broken. And he says, my tears have been my food and drink all these days because the other people say, where is your God? Then he says, why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within you? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. When the psalmist has been going through sorrow and problems, still he was able to hope in God. And he tells his own soul, why are you cast down my soul? And then he is able to reach out to God. Then he tells something that is very deep for us to understand. Deep calls unto the deep and the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in daytime, and in the night his song shall be with me, a prayer to God of my life. I hope in God I shall yet praise him, the help of my countenance and my God. Dear friends, the psalmist was able to express something that is very deep in his life. Thirst for God. As the deer pants after the water broke, his heart was panting after God. And he says, when shall I come and stand before God? Dear friends, longing for God is something very beautiful. When we long for God, God is able to send his own uh, blessings in our own life. So here he says, he tells his soul. Sometimes when we go through a problem, we tell others, okay, I have this problem, I have that problem. But it is imperative that we address our own need, our own heart. And he says, oh, my soul, why are you cast down? Why are you so sorrowful, hope in God? You know, when we tell positive things to our own heart, then we will have a deeper passion for God, deeper thirst for God. He says, deep calls unto the deep and the noise of your waterfalls. I tell you, friends, we cannot pray to God as we ought to pray without the help of the Holy Spirit. The waterfalls of God's presence, the waterfalls of living water should fall upon us so that we would be able to call unto God from the depth of our own heart. Deep calls unto the deep. Now, I want to talk to you about the deep aspect of God. If you look at 1 Corinthians 2nd chapter, verses 9 to 10, the word of God says, St. Paul, when he wrote to them, he says, As it is written, I has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have entered the heart of man the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed those things through the Holy Spirit, who is able to search the depths of God. Holy Spirit only can understand the deep things of God. Our body and all that we see in this world come under third dimension. But when we talk about the spirit that God has given to us, it is fourth dimension. Evil spirits also come under fourth dimension. Now, the fourth dimension of our spirit can control our body and our mind. Now, when we look at God's dimension, God is multidimensional. God is beyond human full comprehension. So, dear friends, God is deep. 
Though God is very deep, only the Holy Spirit can understand the depths of God. I, I was thinking this way. Even when we go to heaven, the eternal life, when we try to understand God more and more, we would never come to a position when we would be able to say, well, I know all about God. We would never be able to come to that position and understand God fully. Then we will be like God. What I'm trying to say is knowing God is eternal life. At the same time, even when we go to heaven, we cannot fully fathom God's depth. We cannot fully understand God. Only the Holy Spirit and the Lord Jesus Christ, who is in the bosom of the Father, know all about Godhead. So, dear friends, when we, when we come to God, when we understand God, we must know that God is very deep. Now, if you look at 1 Corinthians 2nd chapter 11th verse, For what man knows the things of man except the spirit of man which is in him? Even so, no one knows the things of God except the Holy Spirit. Even though we try to understand the depth of God to the maximum level, we cannot fully understand God fully. So, dear friends, what we need to understand is the depth of God is there. The Holy Spirit who knows the depths of God, he can guide us to pray as we ought to pray. So, what we need to understand is when we come to God, we must know that God is very deep. God's things are very deep. And God's judgments are deep. Psalm 36, 6 says, your judgments are great, deep, O Lord. And Job in his book, he writes 11th chapter 7 to 9, Can you search out the deep things of God? Can you find out the limits of Almighty? No, we cannot. And also Daniel 2.22 says, He reveals deep and secret things. He knows what is in the darkness and light dwells in him. So God is beyond human full comprehension. We can understand God only to some extent. Now, I told about the depths of God. Now we can understand that we also are deep. Man's heart is deep. Proverbs 25 says, Counsel in the heart of man is like deep water. A man of understanding shall draw out of it. You know, as I told you, we have our body, our mind. The spirit is fourth dimensional. One study says that our body and mind put together form only 9% of our personality. 91% of our personality goes into the spirit that is deeper, that is eternal. So, we have to understand the depth of our own heart. Usually, when we look at our own personality, look at a mirror, look at our body, we can think about our own mind. That's, that was all. But the Bible says, the Word of God says, the spirit of man is like a deep well. And a man of understanding shall draw out of it. Now, Holy Spirit who knows the depths of God can make us understand our own depths. We must know who we are. Understanding our body and mind alone will not help us beyond a level. So what we need to understand is God is so deep and we have to have depth in our own heart. We must understand the depth of our own heart. Though it is uh, compared with God's depth, our depth is lim limited. But still we have to understand the depth of our own heart. What we can do, what our spirit can do, we must understand. When we understand that, we will be able to reach out to God with all our heart. Both inward thought and the heart of man are deep, Psalm 64, 6 says. Now, dear friends, God is deep. We have depth in our own spirit. So, as the psalmist says, deep calls unto God. Deep calls unto the depth of God. So, our prayer life must be deep enough to understand the depths of God at least to some extent. From the scriptures, through the scriptures, we understand things about the depths of God that are needed for us. As I told, when, even when we go into eternity, we will never totally, completely understand God. 
And that gives a thrill. Suppose when we go into eternity, when we go into heaven, we meet God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit and shake hands with them, understand them, then the life there will be boring. So I look at eternity as an avenue where you go on understanding God more and more. Every moment becomes a thrill for you to understand the depths of God. When we are in this world, the depth of our spirit should cry unto God, deep calling unto God. Now, dear friends, in the media, in uh, channels, in television channels, many people, many Christian leaders speak about the depths of Satan. Well, we should know our enemy. What the Bible very clearly says about the, uh, the, the wiles of the devil. The word of God says that he runs over like a roaring lion to devour people of God. And also he is an accuser of the brethren. And also Jesus said, Satan comes only to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I have come that you may have life and have it more abundantly. And when we look at the scriptures, let us understand the qualities of our enemy. That's all. So that we'll be able to fight against the enemy. Not that little long to know the depths of Satan. You know, some of the um, YouTubes that I saw about some leaders speaking about the depths of Satan, some of it is not needed. Why should we know more about the depths of Satan rather than trying to know more about God? It is imperative that we know more about God rather than the depths of Satan. I'll read a verse from Revelation 2.24. There the writer says, Now to you I say, to the rest in Thyatira, a church there, as many as do not have this doctrine who have no, not known the depths of Satan. You know, at that time, some, some people were longing to know the depths of Satan. But he says there are some people in Thyatira who never wanted to know the depths of Satan. And he says, for such people, I'm not giving more burden. What I want to infer out of this verse is, knowing the depths of Satan is not going to help us. I know some, sometimes people begin to be more devil conscious. It is not. When some people think of Satan or demonic powers, they bring all unnecessary things in their own thought. I was invited to preach in a cottage prayer meeting. There one sister was coming and telling that at the back of her house, she saw a, uh, a snake as well as a turtle. And she says, they are the devils have come there. We cannot say that. We cannot say that. So, dear friends, it is imperative and it is always needed for us to know, long to know the depths of God and cry to God from our, the depth of our own soul. So, here the psalmist says, deep calls unto the deep. Deep calls unto the deep by the noise of your waterfalls. When the Holy Spirit is poured into our hearts like a waterfall, we will be able to cry unto God from the depth of our own heart. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime, and at night his song shall be with me. So this psalmist had problems. Still he was able to understand the depth of his own spirit can cry unto God and understand the things of God. And God was able to guide him and give him kindness during daytime, loving kindness during daytime. And also at night his song shall be in his heart. And his song was a prayer, prayer unto God. So, dear friends, are we able to understand the depth of our own heart? Only then we can try to understand the depth of God through the Holy Spirit and the Word of God and cry to God as the psalmist has been crying to God. Now, how is your prayer life? Many believers have no consistent prayer life at all. Are you able to have time for prayer? When you're able to build up your prayer life, you would understand what I'm trying to tell you. Deep calling unto the depth of God then that is what God wants us to do. Now, when we look at the various types of prayers that people have, some offer lip prayers. 
God knows about them. If you look at um, Isaiah 29th chapter verses from 13 to 15, there God says, these people draw closer to me with their lips and their mouth. Their hearts are far away from me. Why these people are far away from God? These people hide their lives away from God. They have depth of evil in them. They feel, ah, God is not able to watch. If you do not understand the depths of God, you will feel that whatever you do away from God, nobody will watch. But let me tell you, the word of God is very clear in telling that God knows all about us. God knows all about us. We are naked before God. So if you are a person who is offering prayers with your own mouth, lip prayers, please change your attitude today. Let your heart cry unto God with all its capacity. Some other people go to others and say, please pray for me. There's nothing wrong in going to uh, men of God or other leaders and asking them to pray for us. There's nothing wrong in going to great leaders and asking them to pray for us. But at the same time, we must be able to pray also. Others will pray, pray for us. We have to pray for one another and sustain one another. But at the same time, we must learn to pray with all our hearts. And others offer prayers, shallow prayers. Not only lip prayers, maybe from the mind, it's only shallow. I want this, I want that, I want prosperity, I want these blessings, nothing beyond. When Jesus calls his people to follow him, he says, take up your cross and follow me. Jesus never offers bed of roses, but when we seek God with all our heart, what is needed for us, God is able to give. So dear friends, what we have to understand is, we have to have faith on God, not, only, not for this world alone. St. Paul says, if we have faith on God for this world alone, we are of all men most miser miserable. So shallow prayers will not go beyond the roof. What we need to understand is, when we seek God with all our heart, the psalmist says, my heart is panting after God as a deer pants after the water brooks. When shall I come and stand before him? We must have this thirst in our own life. Deep calling the deep. This call for a few qualifications. You should understand the dimensions of God's love expressed for you on Calvary. Paul intercedes for the Ephesians and this is what he says, that he would grant to you, the people it faces, according to the riches of his glory, to be strengthened with might through the Holy Spirit, the inner man, that Christ may dwell in your heart through faith, that you being rooted and grounded in love may be able to comprehend and understand with all other saints together the width and the length and the depth and the height and the love of Christ. Dear friends, we cannot single-handedly understand love of God that is expressed through Jesus Christ on Calvary. We are to join hands with other believers and understand the depth and the height and the width of God's love. So when we understand those things, God is able to help us. Then he says, now to him who is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask our thing. You know, when we talk about spiritual growth, this word applies. Some people take this word and apply it for the things of this world. They say, if you ask one crore, God will give you more. No, that is not what this verse means. What is, what is meant here? When you are longing for God, longing to know more about God, as the Ephesians were told to, you be rooted and grounded in love with all other saints. You understand the depth and the width and the height and, and the, the length of God's love expressed on Calvary. Then you'll know how to pray to God from the depth of your own heart. You'll understand God's love. What is the theology of prayer? 
God the Father is in heaven. Jesus Christ, after he rose again, he went and sat on the right hand of the Father. He is ever alive to make intercession for us who go to God through him. At the same time, if we try to pray to God the Father in Jesus' name, using your lips alone, the prayers are ineffective. They are shallow. They are just shallow prayers. We need to have the Holy Spirit. The Spirit of God who understands us, we do not know how to pray as we ought to pray. But the Holy Spirit is able to understand us. He prays with groaning that cannot be uttered. And that is what is needed. When you have that, you would be able to tell like this um, psalmist, deep calls unto the deep. And the voice of your waterfalls. Jesus said that we have to follow two great commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul. And love your neighbor as thyself. You know, when we keep our whole personality, body, soul, and spirit on the altar and long for God's presence, definitely we will be able to reach out to God as the psalmist had been reaching out to God, deep calling unto the deep. If our prayers are shallow, we, our prayers will not go beyond the roof. Years back, I read the life of a person whose name was Betty Edie. She, she was from USA. She had a physical death. She died. And after four hours, she came back to life. Well, sometimes when people speak about near-death experiences or after-death experiences, some of it may be just imagination. But still, I want you to consider this, what this lady says. She said when she went to the presence of God, one angel took her to a place and showed the whole world from, from, from heaven's vantage point. The whole world was surrounded by a lot of uh, evil powers running here and there. At the same time, from the earth, Beams of light had been going to the throne of God. And then the angel told this lady, when people sincerely pray with the help of the Holy Spirit, from their heart, beams of light or the prayers go to God the Father like beams of light. Some beams were so thin but still reached heaven. Some beams were so strong, so big, it reached heaven. Some, light, some uh, beams of light are coming up and uh, getting extinguished. Some beams of light were coming from the earth, they got extinguished. What I want to tell you is, when you reach out to God in prayer, deep calling into God with the help of the Holy Spirit, definitely, definitely your prayers will reach God, reach the throne of God. And immediately you will know that your prayers are answered. What are the blessings of this deep crying unto the deep? When you pray to God with all your heart, though you may be facing insurmountable problems, God is able to give you grace as, he was, as it was given to this uh, psalmist. The Lord will come and his loving kindness in daytime, and at night his song shall be in my heart. I tell you, friends, some people cannot, they are not able to sleep properly. They are full of worries. The word of God says, cast all your cares on him, for he cares for you. If you are a person who is having lip prayers or maybe offering shallow prayers from your mind, using your brain and your own soul, when the spirit is bound in sin, your prayers would be of no effect. So what is needed is you must learn to pray with all your heart. Then the truth of God will be in you. You will be a successful person wherever you go. Inside and outside, truth will be there. You, know, you would know that you're an honest person, not putting on a facade as if you're religious. So, dear friends, how is your life? Are you able to reach out to God with all your heart? How is your prayer life? Are you a person who is able to spend quality time in prayer? Dear friends, 49 years ago, when I was a student, the Lord Jesus came into my heart. Before Jesus met me, I used to pray for two minutes or three minutes, that was all. My prayers will be just going out from my lips, that was all. My life was in misery. 
I, I did not have the habit of smoking or drinking or having relationship with girls, but I was a hectic movie goer. That was my life. In that situation, Jesus met me. I was convicted of my sin. I, I used to feel, well, I'm not bad like other fellows who are having girlfriends and then dating with them. I was trying to comfort my soul, telling I am good. But the Lord Jesus told me, whosoever looks upon a woman to lust after her has committed adultery with her in his heart. When these words came into my heart, I humbled myself. I began to cry to God. I was a hectic movie goer. I used to go there just for lust. But when Jesus came into my heart, he broke my heart. I humbled myself. He taught me to pray. My spiritual mentor, my professor, he told me, look here, Rajadas, pray at least one hour per day. I used to spend three quality hours in prayer and meditation of God's word. If I had to leave my hostel to go uh, for a, a study tour, one day I, I was asked to get ready for a study tour. Morning, four o'clock, I had to get ready. But what I used to do was I used to get up at two o'clock. What I did was I got up at two o'clock, prayed sufficiently. Since I've learned to pray, as I've been telling you, I've been able to live victorious life. Well, I made a lot of mistakes, but at the same time, Jesus always helps me to come closer to him, humble myself, understand my own heart condition. When your heart is deep before God, when a prayer life is deep before God, you would know when you deviate from the truth of God. You'll be able to come back to God and maintain that real relationship in prayer. So, dear friends, I encourage all of you to develop this deeper prayer in the presence of God. Get up in the morning and pray. The Word of God says, God's mercies are new every morning. For you, naming you, a bundle of God's grace will be kept in your presence. When you pray to God, you'll be able to get it. The, the bundle of grace that God has kept for you, others cannot take. Individually, independently, we like to pray, pray, pray to God. Then as a family, you can pray with one another. So dear friends, what I like to encourage you today is to spend quality time in prayer. After praying in the morning, all the grace that you need is given to you. When you go and do your own chore, when you go and do your own work, when you come back in the evening, you might feel that you've done something wrong. Sit down, take stock, clear up your own conscience. Again, spend time in prayer. St. Paul, when he wrote to Ephesians, he says, Be not drunk with wine, but be filled by the Spirit. So the Spirit of God, when He comes in, you will be able to have this deep prayer life. And be filled by the Holy Spirit. The Greek tense says, present imperative tense. It is a command to do something with continuous and repeated action. Pray today and be filled by the Holy Spirit. Pray tomorrow, be filled by the Holy Spirit. So when the Holy Spirit is there in you, you will be able to pray with all your heart. You're deep calling under the depth of God. So, dear friends, I encourage all of you to develop this deep prayer before God. So, you should be careful not to be satisfied with lip prayers, not to be satisfied with shallow prayers that longs only for this world's prosperity. And also, you can ask others to pray for you, but see that you build your own prayer life. When you pray with all your heart, the Lord Jesus is able to establish his own presence in you. All that God wanted to do in and through you will be established in and through you. All that God wanted to do in and through you will be done through you. You will have the satisfaction of performing what God wants you to do, his will. Then you will have joy in your own heart. As the psalmist says, daytime his kindness will be with you, loving kindness will be with you, and at night his song shall be with you. Dear friends, Years back, I read the life of St. Francis of Assisi. 
He was a great saint of God who lived in the 13th century. Early part of his life, he was a debaucherous young man living in terrible sin, but the Lord Jesus met him and his whole life was transformed. He began to see God with all his heart. He forsook everything for the Lord and he began to follow the Lord with all his heart. One day, when he went to a particular place to preach God's word, there was a very rich man and he invited this person St. Francis of Assisi to come and stay in his own home. This rich man knew that St. Francis of Assisi was not having a big home and all. He used to stay in a thatched roof shed and he was, um, I mean, he did, not much, he did not have anything. He would not have touched money. He would not even touch money. If there is no food, he used to go and beg in the streets for the name of Jesus. That was his life. So this particular rich man whose name was Bernard, let me invite St. Francis of Assisi, let him come and stay at least one day in my house in, in a better place. So he arranged a room for St. Francis of Assisi. After the meeting was over in the street, St. Francis of Assisi came and he lay down. And this man also went to sleep in the same room. Bernard also went to sleep in the same room. And at night, suddenly he woke up. Bernard woke up. He found St. Francis of Assisi was not sleeping on the bed, but he was kneeling on the floor. He was deeply in prayer. And his whole personality was crying to God. At time, from his mouth, these words will come, My Lord, my God, my Lord, my God. And around St. Francis of Assisi, Bernard was able to see the aura of God's glory. He silently was there, looking at the life of St. Francis, prayer life of St. Francis. Early morning, Bernard, a great rich man, he came and knelt before St. Francis of Assisi and said, Father, take me as one of your friars, one of your followers. This man, Bernard, sold everything and then gave to the poor and followed the Lord Jesus with St. Francis of Assisi. Now, when we really pray with all our heart, when our deep heart praying to God, definitely you will be able to bring change in the life of other people. You will be an instrument of peace in the hands of God. So, dear friends, let me just encourage you Long to have a depth in your prayer life. Let your deep heart pray to God who is very deep. There is joy in it. There is power in it. There is blessing in it. Shall we look to God in prayer? Loving Heavenly Father, we thank you Lord and praise you for this time of meditation of your word that you gave us. We could learn certain things from the life of this psalmist who was able to have depth in his prayer life. Deep calling into the depth of God. I pray for all these dear brothers and sisters, dear people, dear friends who are listening to this message. They may have their own challenges. They may be having their own problems in their lives. Maybe the homes are broken. Maybe they are not able to overcome certain passions that they have in their life, wrong passions. I pray to the O Lord that you may pour into their hearts a deeper spirit of prayer. Let them learn to spend quality time in prayer, crying out to God with all their hearts so that you would be able to bless them and make them a blessing for others, O oh Lord. Be with everyone, every brother, every sister, every young man, every child. Be with them and help them and bless them, O oh God. In Jesus' almighty name I pray. Amen. The Lord bless you, friends. And if you need any prayer help, you can just connect with me to my number. The Lord bless you this day. 1-800-227-5673